Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, a safe place for women who have been hurt to heal and grow. This is episode three, facing the fear and battling with the fear monsters. Fear plays a very valid part in helping us to protect ourselves. When this type of fear rises up in us, it stimulates hormones in our brain which flood us with the fight or flight or freeze. I don't response. know what possessed me to As do much this. as we would like to believe that in a crisis the police would be on our doorstep within a matter of minutes, that is unfortunately not always the reason the you case. may be experiencing anxiety is because you are thinking of a threat or something going wrong in the future rather than right now. No regrets. Many of the fears we face, we have the opportunity to face the fear and do the thing we fear anyway. We were terrible (laughs) to begin with, but we didn't care. We were having so much fun fumbling and bumbling along together. And over time, we noticed we were getting a little better. The safety plan is there for you when you can access Now, here's the all-important one, the one that women often neglect. emphasise strongly enough how important this is to overcoming any and all challenges. It's taken me a long time to get this message of self-talk and reminders from my counsellor that I was okay now. <laughs> I really struggled to say this. I am okay now. Just a caution. If you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. If you are in immediate danger, please stop listening and call the police. This is episode three, facing the fear and battling with the fear monsters. Hey, let me give you some courage. Let me talk about the fear monsters that are keeping you stuck forever. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how to face the fear and take steps forward to regain control over your life. Take a deep breath and let's dive into today's episode. It probably won't come as a big surprise to you that fear is one of the most powerful emotions you experience in life and it pops up in so many different situations and circumstances and this emotion that we all feel to some degree in our lives has a very strong effect on our mind and our body. Fear plays a very valid part in helping us to protect ourselves It can create strong signals of response when we're faced with an emergency or if we're facing imminent danger, like being attacked or being caught in a fire. When this type of fear rises up in us, it stimulates hormones in our brain which flood us with the fight or flight or freeze response. Because we never know how we are going to react when we are faced with an emergency, 
in a domestic violence situation, it is always good for us to have a safety plan in place. If we can't think straight because we have become so overwhelmed with what we are facing, it's a good idea to have something on hand to refer to. The safety plan is there for you when you can access it. There will be times when calling the police is the first response you need to do to protect yourself. In later episodes, I will give some tips to help communicate the urgency of your need for a response from the police. You may already be aware of this, but the police are often under-resourced and they work on prioritising call-outs based on the level of risk. As much as we would like to believe that in a crisis the police would be on our doorstep within a matter of minutes, that is unfortunately not always the case. I'll get into this important topic more in a later episode. Right now, we're just focusing on the topic of fear. Fear can also rise up in us when we're faced with non-dangerous events like public speaking, going for an interview, sitting an exam, going on a date, or even going to a party. There's all sorts of things that can trigger this in us. I'll share a story about me and me facing my fear in a non-dangerous situation. I remember when my now husband Clive, who I haven't mentioned yet, not because I don't love him, because I do, and I am very happy that I bumped into him in my local supermarket four years ago and we started getting to know each other. We've been very happily married for just over two years now and we are helping each other grow and develop, which is an amazing feeling for me after what I've been through. One of the creative pursuits we rediscovered together was music. I've always loved singing. Over two decades ago, someone close to me at that time who heard me sing put me down when he heard me sing something. And that was enough to shut me down. So I didn't go any further with my love of singing. It wasn't until I heard Clive sing and then I heard him play the piano that I gave myself permission to find my voice and begin singing again. We were terrible <laughs> to begin with, but we didn't care. We were having so much fun fumbling and bumbling along together. And over time we noticed we were getting a little better. <laughs> me being me suggested we go to an open mic run by one of our friends. Clive was totally reluctant about performing um, even so, we went along with a couple of songs in mind to sing with the understanding that there was no pressure and we'd just get up and perform if we felt like it. Real, really cash. <laughs> well, Clive decided very early on after we got there that he didn't want to get up and perform. <laughs> I was full of nerves, but I plucked up the courage to give it a go despite my fears and my lack of experience. So I got up and our friend who ran the open mic was very kind and accompanied me on guitar. She asked me what key I'd like to sing the songs in and I had no idea what she was talking about. I've learned a thing or two since then. Um, 
I don't know what possessed me to do this, but rather than leave the mic on the mic stand like any sensible person would do, I decided I was much better off to hold it in my hand while I sang the songs. I didn't even have the lyrics memorised. What was I thinking? So there I stood with my hand shaking visibly while I held the mic and away I went and sang those songs with my hand shaking and the mic shaking with it the whole time. I, I think I forgot to mention my voice was shaking too. It was pretty disastrous. I was so relieved to get to the end of that performance and sit my bum back down in the chair. It was nerve wracking. Do you know what? Everyone got up and gave me a standing ovation. Not because I was any good, I wasn't. I was less than average at best, but they gave me a standing ovation because I had the courage to stand up and perform in front of them. And that was not my last performance because that warm reception of encouragement gave me the drive to give it another go, even though I knew I might never be a polished performer. And I'm so glad I did, even though there were times when I swore that this would be the last time I would get up and perform and again and each time I learnt something and each time I got better. Before the pandemic, I had become such a big part of that community that I was asked to MC this open mic. Not only did I grow in my ability with singing and performing, I also had so much fun and made a lot of wonderful friendships with a supportive, creative group of people. No regrets. The reason I share this is that many of the fears we face, we have the opportunity to face the fear and do the thing we fear anyway. This is one of the reasons I'm giving myself permission to launch this podcast. Life experience tells me I won't be the most polished podcaster from the day I launch, but I know that the more I do this, the better I will become. And with every mistake I make, please know that my heart is in the right place. My aim is to serve you and support you and help you face your fears and rise to overcome your challenges. Now, if you're asking yourself, but how can I act in the face of fear when I know there will be repercussions I will need to face because I am standing up for myself. This is what I have to say to you. There needs to be a level of risk assessment. You need to be able to ask yourself the following question. What is the worst case scenario if I follow through and do this thing I am frightened of? You need to play devil's advocate. This is where it is great to have some support. Is there someone you know and trust who can help you play devil's advocate? Sometimes it's easier for someone else to see possible outcomes because they are not overwhelmed by the issue. 
it is really important that this person is a trusted confidant and don't be too disappointed if you ask advice of someone who you feel should be supporting you and they are unable to give you the advice that you need. This doesn't necessarily mean they don't care about you. It just means they are not equipped to help you with the answers you are seeking. If you can't find the answers within the circle of trusted people you know, then it may be good to seek some advice from a counsellor. And don't forget, I'm here for you if you need some support. I am really good at identifying critical needs and making suggestions about possible courses of action you may wish to take. And I really want this message to sink in because what I say and the way you feel may be at complete odds with each other. So here we go. Are you ready? And I want you to say this. I am strong and I have courage. Yes, I'm talking to you. Write that affirmation down and start saying it every day. Now, I'm not going to get all religious on you, but I am a person of faith. And I believe that we all believe in something, even if that something is nothing. Nothing is still something. I just want to share a prayer with you that has been a compass for me to help me face my fears head on. It is the serenity prayer. If you choose to use this prayer, then use it with the God of your understanding in mind. Here is the prayer which has helped me decide where to put my energy. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and grant me the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. We have to sort it out. We have to know what is within our control and what is not. When we have done that, we are wise to put our energy into the things that we can change and let go of the things that we cannot. So this brings me to the next type of fear, which is often heightened in abusive relationships. Say hello to that creepy monster anxiety. The reason you may be experiencing anxiety is because you are thinking of a threat or something going wrong in the future rather than right now. It is because you don't know what's around the next corner, so to speak. It's because you are not in the driver's seat of your life. Someone else has control of you and this leaves you filled with worry. Where are you on the anxiety scale? Are you feeling anxious for a short time and then it passes and you feel okay again? Or are you feeling anxious a lot of the time? Is anxiety taking over your life? Is anxiety affecting your ability to eat? Is anxiety affecting your ability to sleep? Is anxiety affecting your ability to concentrate? Is anxiety affecting 
your ability to go out of your familiar surroundings. Is anxiety affecting your ability to go to work? Is anxiety holding you back from doing things you want to do or need to do? Is anxiety affecting your health? Are you overwhelmed by fear and want to avoid situations that might make you frightened or anxious? Now, I'm not saying it's easy to break this cycle of fear and anxiety. It can be very challenging, but there are lots of ways to do it. You can learn to feel less fearful and to cope with fear so that it doesn't stop you from living. If you feel like your fears are taking over your life, then it's a good idea to ask your doctor for help. Here are some ways you can help yourself. As I've said, face your fear if you can. If you always avoid situations that scare you, you might stop doing things you want or need to do and you won't be able to test out whether the situation is always as bad as you expect. So you'll miss the opportunity to work out how to manage your fears and reduce your anxiety. I believe in taking small manageable steps. If you don't set the bar too high, you are more likely to get over the hurdle. When starting out to build your resilience, take a baby step. You feel good that you have taken the step. If you fall down when you take it, this baby step, you won't have far to fall. So it won't hurt as much as if you took a giant leap and landed badly. Another piece of advice is to get to know yourself. Try to learn more about your fear or anxiety. Keep an anxiety diary to note down when it happens and what happens. This is a good place to set yourself some small achievable goals. And maybe you can make a list of things that help at times when you are likely to become frightened or anxious. Now here's the all important one, the one that women often neglect, self-care. Self-care comes in many forms, exercise, relaxation, healthy eating, avoiding alcohol or drinking in moderation, using complementary therapies and possibly faith and spirituality if that is your belief. I will go much more in depth into all forms of self-care in future episodes. I cannot emphasize strongly enough how important this is to overcoming any and all challenges we face in life. It's taken me a long time to get this message. Now, before we wrap up this episode, I want to address one more crucial thing. You might be asking, if I do need help, where do I go to get it? I'll leave you with a few suggestions. You may like to look at talking therapies like counselling. Talk to your doctor if you don't know where to start to get a counsellor. And my advice here is if the counsellor is not the right fit, try another. And if you need to, try another until you feel you have the right fit. You may want to talk to your doctor about trying medication to help you in the short term. Medication won't get to the root of the anxiety issues, 
but it may help in managing the level of anxiety to make things more manageable. Medication is most useful when it's combined with other treatments like counselling support. You may want to join some support groups or a support group. You can learn a lot about managing anxiety from asking other people who have experienced it. And you can broaden your search with support groups to look for groups with more specific issues which may be causing you anxiety like domestic violence support groups or drug and alcohol support groups. Um, and don't forget that I have a support group of beautiful women who just want to encourage and inspire each other, the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs support group. And you can find that by looking up Sandy Johnston on Facebook. And don't forget, I am here for you. That's what I do. I offer support and help you work through your fears and anxieties and get you focusing on those small manageable steps you can take to lead you to a path of a life that you love. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope that this has helped you in some small way to help you to get your life back on track. As always, sending you love, light, peace and joy. Sandy. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow. Hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things get tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on to go from surviving to rising. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I help women regain control over their lives. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in the safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured and don't forget if you need some support I am here for you I am a life change facilitator you can find me at sandyj.com.au hey can we just pause a moment before you go because I need you to share your light and leave a review can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show that they can trust. It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. And if you like this show, please subscribe and please share it with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today, sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. 
You are brilliant. Keep shining. <laughs>